This is Impact Healthcare, people and strategies that are disrupting the health benefits industry. And now, here's your host, healthcare benefits industry expert and the originator of the transparent health benefits movement, Lester Morales. Hey, Impact Healthcare crowd. I am excited for this guest. This guest and I, we geek out about things and talk about the next stage and the next stage and the next stage. So I am happy to have Dr. Nick Heinen, one of the co-founders of Vestra Health. Nick, give us a introduction of yourself, of Vestra, and give us, uh, I'm on this why kick? There's something that gets you out of bed doing something different. What, what, what is that? Give us give, give us a little glimpse into Nick. Sure. Thanks for inviting me, Lester. So again, Dr. Nick Kynan, I'm a family practice uh, physician for the last 10 years or so. Family, I was raised in a, in a medical family. Uh, there's five of my siblings are, are all primary care providers. So I was all, and I was the youngest of them. So I was really raised in it. So really enjoyed it, you know, going to the ER with my dad and you know, all the different things that, that in a clinic setting or hospital setting that, that you can learn from a, a father who's a physician. So, and, and just really focused on primary care. So we really love that. So from that time, you know, going through medical school, whenever I got out, was blessed to get involved with an employer on-site clinic. Learned a lot over the last uh, eight years of that time. And finally started our own company called Vestra Health, which puts in employer on-site clinics and pharmacies to improve health outcomes and lower costs for the employer and for the and for the employees. And and Nick, what, what fires you up about taking this different approach? There are multiple things, but it's from the really from the provider, the the and our patients and even the, the payers of who's paying these bills. So for me, from a provider standpoint, it's great because I could spend more time with the patient. It's not I'm not in this in this model, you're not paid on, oh, okay, if I see 40 patients a day, I get make more money versus 20. Right now, I get to focus on who are the high-risk patients, who are the ones that really need my help, that I need to sit down and counsel a longer amount of time. So I do have the freedom to do that. And the great thing about that is I improve their, their health outcomes, you know, in, in line with those, those patients. Uh, that saves money for both the employer and, and just the quality of life for that, that employer, those patients. So that's what I really love that's different about this model than what you see in a normal fee-for-service world. Love it, love it, love it. And I, I want to dedicate this episode to an industry vertical because it's an industry vertical that got insanely impacted because of COVID-19. And and this is the Native American, specifically the Native American tribal casino space. You and I share a client in this space and you have become an industry expert here. Walk me through first, let's go to the challenges with this population because, you know, I'm a Latin male. Obviously, Latin males are predisposed to certain things. What, what is this, the, the tribal entities? If you stereotypically took the health and, and, and the concerns that that population might have that you're able to address on the ground there and just the casino workers and everything, what, what would you say the the benefit there is immediately to them? Well, I mean, first say, I, you know, when you talk about the travel space, I get really excited because that's what I've been doing. You know, that's how I started out. That's uh, what I've been really focused on the last eight years and just, just love working, working with the people in that space and, and casinos because it's, it's a different industry. And so with that, you, you're right, uh, especially in a lot of the tribal 
casinos, you know, a lot of them more rural areas in my location. It's in South Louisiana. So you're dealing with a little bit different health, quality of health and things in Louisiana than you may deal with up north. So we're dealing with a little bit more complications. But that's, you know, as a physician, that's what you love. That's what you really want to see. I don't want to see a cough cold every day. And then geography wise, uh, Dr. Heinen, where the access to care conversation really comes in that, that you're, you're, you're able to impact as well, right? This is not in, not in a metro area. Correct. Yeah. You're, you know, get hour away from any tertiary type hospital. There's just not a lot of providers in the area. So yeah, it's, it's in very rural areas. So that increasing that access by having an, an onsite clinic and pharmacy you know, onsite where they can don't even really have to check out of work. They just walk over, you know, they're in and out in 15, 20 minutes and back at work if they need to be. So it helps an employer, obviously, so they're not having to take a half day or a full day off and have to replace a worker. You know, you're right there on site. And then they're getting very high quality care where our quality scores are much higher than even some of the leading you know, systems in Louisiana. So really, really enjoy that. And that dealing with a much you know, harder population. And when I say harder, not that it's hard, just their health is a little different because of socioeconomic factors that happen in that setting. So we've got, you know, a, a high turnover industry, obviously, access to care. And to your point there, I mean, you know, the average worker, an hourly worker, not necessarily somebody that has two, three, four thousand dollars in the bank to to pay for a deductible. So walk me through, and then we'll get into some of the specifics for the tribe itself, or that that tribal entities have as a, as an advantage here. But walk me through the scope of services. What kind of things are you doing inside the clinic? Because you said, hey, this is way better than just your snotty nose episodic. But what kind of things are you doing inside the clinic? All right. So obviously, we do all the things that any clinic would you know, most clinics would do your, your cough, cold, sutures, biopsies, and, and uh, you know, the normal stuff you get in the clinic. I, I think where we separate ourselves is really in the cardiometabolic conditions, your coronary artery disease, diabetes, hypertension. All our providers go through extra training and evidence-based medicine. Um, that's, that's really top-notch. And so we do get, uh, you know, just better, better health outcomes by following this protocol uh, driven strategy. Um, we're also extra training in musculoskeletal disorders. Obviously, there's a lot of pain in, in a lot of different industries and, and injuries. And so we're able to handle those on site without having to, to, most of the time, without even having to go with medications or, you know, risk of opioids and things like that. And to avoid, you know, unneeded surgery. Uh, you know, you have so many instances where people referred for back surgery and get back surgery and, you know, about 50% of the time they don't even work. Well, we're able to correct most of, the, most of those before that even happens. And so there's a lot of extra training that goes on. Um, and a lot of what we do is focusing on reducing costs for those employees. Cause like I said, they just don't, they don't have much money in the bank. So any way we can help them to, to you know, have free care if, if possible um, or, or much lower cost care and with, with much higher quality. So that, when we goal. look at that, um, one of the things I want to hit on is let's take that muscular skeletal Think of uh, a individual patient that that maybe you've been able to to help in that musculoskeletal. I mean, I don't think anyone's going to uh, argue that musculoskeletal is probably a top three, top five expense for most organizations, and so it's prevalent. Talk to me about how you guys handle the musculoskeletal. Give, give me an example of an employee you've been able to help. Sure. Well, you know, first, musculoskeletal conditions uh, take up about. If I remember correctly, twenty percent of total healthcare spend. 
So it is an important factor, not only that it's, it, it happens all the time, it, it's expensive care too. And so, you know, for example, some of the things we do besides, you know, being hard, hard trained in, in that than, than most providers, uh, we offer an on-site physical therapist who has the same thing, even extra training than what a normal physical therapist would do. And uh, just the way our plan design is, we try to steer those patients in who, let's say, uh, uh, we, we've had a few this year, but um, a few months ago, we had one who was scheduled for a back surgery. And part of our plan design is that, you know, that's obviously an emergency setting, you know, you go have the back surgery, but if it's not, part of the plan design is to come in and see our providers for, for two to three visits and see if we can correct that. Um, and normally that's in, in a couple of weeks. And if, and if we can, great, we've done the right thing for the patient. We've, you know, gotten away from surgery. Their, their pain is, has been reduced to, you know, back down to hopefully zero, you know, getting around and walking around, uh, get them back to work quicker. So if we're able to reduce that, and then you know, obviously from the employer too, these back surgeries can be anywhere from forty to over a hundred thousand dollars. So uh, if you're able to prevent that, not only you save the money, but you're, you're you're providing quality care for that for that patient. So part of our plan design is to get them in if we can, and if if we deem after one, two, three, or visit three visits that uh, yes, it's not something that's necessarily correctable because about eighty percent of these musculoskeletal dis- disorders are. Then, then it's free for the employee to go, uh, you know, have that surgery if that's what's needed. And then at that step, not only we're not just going to go straight to surgery, we may try injections first. So we have other different strategies, but if surgery is needed, then we offer that to them. And we have quality scores. So we're not just going to send any surgeon or just on uh, a surgeon that we may have a, a direct contract with the hospital that is cheaper. We make sure it's one of the top surgeons you know, in the state if possible. And that way we know we're getting a good outcome. And that surgeon is typically only going to uh, perform it if, if he really feels it's going to help the patient. So everybody really, really wins. And the quality stays where it needs to be. I just love and absolutely love this conversation. So a patient comes into your clinic with back pain. They have already seen a surgeon. They're contemplating having surgery. You first intervene, walk them through non-evasive measures, and either they go down door number one that says, I got better, I don't need surgery, which, I mean, who wants to go through the surgery? The outcome, the desired outcome is not going through the surgery the desired outcome is relieving the pain. So I either got to the desired outcome or if I needed to, with with no evasiveness, or if I really needed to go get that surgery, you're not only helping them navigate the healthcare system, you're giving them the recommendation of a top quality. And if they go there, they get it for free. Did I hear that right? That's right. So, I mean, you know, again, I think about this. A $2,500, a $3,000 deductible. Let's say it's two times for an out-of-pocket max. This is four or $5,000 of savings. If the plan never had to pay for the surgery, that's the cheapest surgery to pay for. But if they did have to pay for it, it is something under a direct contract that you have at its high quality. Man, it's just an unbelievable approach, all with giving more to the person. I mean, more value, more love, more attention, more advocacy, everything. So Nick, I want to switch gears and go industry centric. The tribal space, because of some federal laws, actually has some unique advantages, but underneath kind of the status quo, what probably most tribal entities are doing today they're not able to take advantage of those. So I'd love to walk through each of them 
And, you know, in your experience, what what kind of savings and, and other types of benefits can that tribal entity and their and their members look for? So let's start with uh, with one of the first ones that you think of. What, off the top of your head, a tribal entity can take advantage of. And then let's just walk through these. Got it. So uh, one would be MLR, Medicare-like rates. So right now, for example, in Louisiana, your your reimbursement uh, through private insurance, which you know uh, all these tribal, because we're well, really just finding stuff on employer is going to have, uh, is about two hundred fifty percent of Medicare. Meaning Medicare rate is your kind of your your at cost for a hospital or a provider. So it's kind of the break even mark. And then whenever you have private insurance, they pay about two point five times that. So Medicare for a back surgery maybe. You know, it's a lot more than ten thousand, but for simplicity, ten thousand. And then what you're paying currently is twenty five thousand, two point five. That in Louisiana, other states maybe four hundred or five hundred percent. So that's how we are. And so what a tribal entity can take care of for their tribal members is instead of actually having to pay what you currently through the network two hundred fifty percent, that can be repriced at one hundred percent. And that's a you know a, a law that those hospitals are required to uh, accept that payment at one hundred percent of Medicare. And so it saves a lot from that standpoint. So, so, so to just huge, I, I mean, I, I think of this. So, so to recap, a tribal member goes and seeks services at a hospital today. If Medicare is the dollar today, their plan after their big discount that they're getting from their carrier, they, they pay $2 and 50 cents. You're telling me that a federal statute allows them to only have to pay that dollar uh, if they're able to do it that way. And so right then and there, you're saving, you know, that dollar versus the $2.50 for every tribal member that seeks care outside of the reservation. Did I get that right? Yeah. So you're talking, you know, this was this situation, 60, 70%, you know, of what you were paying, discount off of what you were maybe paying last year. Now it has to be set up properly with the right... Uh, you know, TPA and different structures, but yes, that's what uh, is allowed and happens. And just to make sure, because, you know, uh, I believe the the clients that you were working with uh, prior to you, you know, working with them to transition to these more flexible and innovative plans, they were using some of the major, you know, carriers. So, this wasn't something that you could take advantage of before. Is, is that right? Correct, because they don't, they're not basically not capable of doing it. Uh, you know, before they were with one of the, the big, like you said, what we call the bukas, and they, they just don't have that capability. Interesting. Okay. So, so now we've got tribal members uh, who seek service, MLR, Medicare like rates. What, what's a, What's another advantage that, that, that a tribal entity has? So I think one of the, the huge ones is uh, a program called 340B. So it's a, a, a program also available to tribal entities where they get just massive discounts on prescription medications. There are some, some stipulations. So you pretty much have to have an on-site clinic and pharmacy to, to have it run correctly. But you can have 50, you know, 60, sometimes even 70% off of what you may have been paying before just on total pharmacy spend. And so it, it just has a... a a huge advantage. And, and that what's great about this program, it's not just for your tribal members. If you have, if you have a, you know, a casino that has 75% non-tribal employees and all their dependents, well, something like MLR, yeah, it's going to help for that 25% of tribal members, but it won't help the other. For 340B, you can utilize this on your entire population. So if you're coming in at $4 million in a pharmacy spend, um, you know, you, that should be 
easily cut in half. So, uh, and that's just really a change that your none of your you know uh, employees are even going to notice. It's something that happens at the back end that that we kind of handle. And so that's it's just really a great program. And because of that, we're able to offer you know free or very low cost prescriptions because you know you're, you're getting such a massive discount to from incentivizing them to come on site to get those meds that you need to get them on to fill them on site. Or that pharmacy can ship them to their home, so that there, there's ways you can can do it. But just an unbelievable program that most uh, uh, you know tribal entities just aren't aware of. So a a, a huge thing here, I, and I'm actually flabbergasted here. So if I think of prescription drugs, I think okay, most entities are going to spend um, out of a hundred percent of their total health benefits spend their prescription drug programs, probably 20% of it. And you're telling me that you could save over, you know, roughly half of that. So if I'm doing smart math, half of 20% is 10%. Uh, I mean, this is huge, 10% of a total spend. So in that example of somebody that was spending, you know, that amount of money, that's, that's multiple seven figures of savings. And and you didn't say anything about a patient taking a different medication. This is I patient came to you at on-site clinic. You filled the same medication I would have gotten down the street at CVS, but there's something like a 50% savings that allows that to happen. That's unbelievable. Why, why, why isn't everybody, why aren't all tribal entities doing this? Well, I think it's just a, uh, uh an education issue. I just think it, a lot of consultants just haven't, aren't fully aware of how the program works and don't really know how to present it to their, uh, you know, to some of the executives that would need to know about these things. So that's why you know, someone like you is here, here to share that to them, Lester. You know, and there's some other great things about 340B. You know, you can even utilize that to, if you wanted to open up this clinic to other employers in your area to help out other employers in the area, you can offer some of that 340B pricing to them. And then you can use that extra, you know, uh, revenue stream or income that comes in to offset the cost of your clinic and pharmacy. Potentially, if you offer it to enough employers, you can get all this for for basically nothing, you know, if, if you decide to do that. You know, a lot of them may decide to keep it in-house and just start employees, but you have that option. So I, I look at this and I'm, 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 I'm rolling down the street with this. So not only can a tribal entity, and you're obviously a big proponent, they should be offering an on-site clinic to their employees and dependents. So I am bringing healthcare closer, making it easier. So I'm providing a benefit. I'm making people healthy. In the meantime, I've got these extra advantages over here, MLR. So I now have a surgery I need to do. I'm on dialysis. I need to get uh, images, whatever it might be. And I go to hospitals that are in the community or elsewhere, and I'm legally allowed to reimburse the dollar versus the 250. And now you're telling me the medication, I can now get the medication on site so I don't have to drive to the CVS. And that saved me, the member, the employee dollars, and saved the employer, the casino, the tribal entity over half of my cost on the medications. I'm just floored at, at, at this opportunity. Now, walk me through the, the member side, because you know somebody might think of this and be like, oh, it's all about the savings for the casino. It's all about the savings for the tribal entity. You've got patients you see every day. What, 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 how are they impacted here? 
So this is what I'll, I really love about the plan and, and how you can design these things is um, because we're saving so much money, uh, you, you can just drastically lower the cost for, for those employees and their dependents. Um, and the beautiful, beautiful thing about medicine, it's almost always that incre- if, as you increase quality, you lower cost. You, know, you don't see that too much in, in really in any other industries. So the better we do at our job, the, the, the improved outcomes, the, the lower their diabetes and hypertension, the higher their energy levels, the better their mental health is. That all improve, that all you know lowers costs because you have uh, better participation by your by your employees, less sick days, all those things like that. So it's just one of those few industries where really, if you do it right, everybody everybody wins. As far as lowering costs, so for example, we talked about MLR for travel members. That doesn't mean you can't do anything for for your non-travel. So because most casinos have you know uh, hundreds or thousands of uh, hundreds or you know potentially a few thousand lives, they have negotiating power that they can go to their local hospital and basically negotiate a, a lower price from what than what they're getting with uh, you know you know all your different ones united your, your signature has all the different ones. So that's what you know we've done for our, for our clients. So we went to all the local hospitals that all they were the prior year that they were going to, uh, most of those employers were going to and said, Hey, look, we're already, you know, they're already going there. Let's, uh, because we're already having so many of your patients go there. Let's, uh, you know, come up with something where we can offer free care to those employees if they go to your hospital. And they're like, sure. Okay. Well, of course we, we don't want to have to collect from the patient. So, but you know, how's that going to work? Well, I say, well, for that, you know, we're going to offer this free to them, which means you're likely going to get some more employees to go to your hospital. So, uh, we ask for a discount. So you may get a 20, 30, 40% discount from your hospital from what you're currently pay, paying with a, you know, a Blue Cross or United Healthcare. And in exchange for that, the employer will pay that cost for the employee to go. So right now, if a patient comes to us, we check out quality scores at a hospital and then whatever surgeon they may need. And if that uh, employee says, yes, I want to go to the highest quality guy there at this hospital, it's free, free for that employee. And how does, you know, people ask, well, how the heck is the employer, you know, able to afford this where they're still saving 20, 30, 40% on their total health care spend because they're getting such massive discounts from 340B. They're getting such massive discounts from the hospitals. So instead of paying $100,000 for a surgery, they may be paying $50,000. What's well, easy to weigh that two or $3,000 or $4,000 copay or deductible for the employee to go there? They still have their option if they want to go to their own doctor. Uh, it'll just be the normal plan design, you know, normal, normal copays. But if they want to go to this higher quality, when we vet it for them, it's free. That's what I love about it. So, so again, I'm trying to find the loser in this equation. I've got a employee, whether it's a tribal member or otherwise. Let's go non-tribal member as an example. But either way, somebody who's making you know 10, 12, 15 bucks an hour on average because they're most of their employees are you know casino workers, so they're they're hourly paid people. They get lesser cost and or free, better quality healthcare because you're helping them navigate the healthcare system, getting them to the highest quality. And when they do get better and more quality healthcare, they're getting it for a lesser or free cost. Meanwhile, the employer is saving, the casino, the tribal entity is saving 20, 30, 40%. And I look at it from the hospital's perspective, the hospitals now not having to chase that two or three or four or five thousand dollar out of pocket expense that they normally would do if that member went to that hospital underneath the United, the Blue Cross, the Cigna, they would have that three thousand dollar expense. They would have to now chase that because somebody making twelve dollars an hour doesn't have four thousand dollars in their bank account. 
Now they don't have to chase it. So it's a win for the employer. It's a win for the employee. It's a win for the tribal entity. It's a win for the, the local hospital. Uh, I'm trying to find a down spot to this, Nick. Uh, help me out. Oh, well, again, that's that's why we talk so much is because there, there, there really isn't. You know, it's, it's one of those things that it's whenever it comes together, it just really works, really works beautifully. I've had so many patients and, and, and people have come and you know, thanked us for for being able to offer that, and it, especially the ones that would have got a hundred thousand dollar bill. And, you know, we're able to cover that because what we pretty much prevented now is the bankruptcies. And we know how big of an issue that is in the United States. Um and that's just not really going to happen under this plan. And it may only feel like a very few percentage or a very small percent. Oh, those, yeah. are, those are still important. Everybody's important. And so you can ruin an entire family, not just that person, but all the kids, and, you know, other family members, if, if you're not taking care of that. So that's another great thing. You just struck a chord, obviously, with this guy. So for, for those of audience members, 67% of all personal bankruptcies are because of health reasons. And your host right here, me, I come from a family that had to file bankruptcy because of medical reasons. And every time I hear a story like this, I, I just, it warms my heart knowing that we're, we're able to provide this type of benefit and, and it's able to impact. So Nick, I, I want to leave somebody's listening to this, hopefully, you know, a general manager, a tribal member, a CFO, some, uh, an advisor that, that has uh, tribal clients. Is there an upfront analysis that, that you could do and say, hey, I'm doing this right now. I'm a casino in Oklahoma, in Wisconsin, in, in, in Washington State. I'm doing this. Is there data or, or an analysis that, that you guys could do in order to help a, a, a casino understand what the potential value is for them? Absolutely. And I, I think that's important because you really need to know not only where you are now, but where you know where you could be. So if we're able to get some claims data, let's say your pharmacy claims data, we can put that into a system and reprice it and say, look, you paid for the exact same drugs. And then if we reprice it and say, if, you, if the exact same thing happened last year as this year with those exact same drugs, this is what you would have paid. Know, whatever it may be, two million or you know whatever the percentage off would be, and we can do the same thing with medical claims. So we can go in and say, okay, for all your tribal members, you paid whatever this amount. We repriced it at one hundred percent. This is what you should have paid last year if you would have changed the plan. And here's your other you know couple million dollars in savings. And you can do the same thing even for the non-tribal. Man, awesome! This is this is just unbelievable. So, Dr. Heinen, if somebody wanted to reach out to you, get in contact with you, follow you, and see all of the stories that you're doing and the great work that you're doing, where, where can somebody get a hold of you? Sure. We, uh, we have a website, vegetablehealthcare.com. Uh, you can uh, actually, I like when people reach out to me on LinkedIn, just bring me and send me a message. I really enjoy you know, some of that community on LinkedIn. And obviously Lester has our information too, if you would like to do that. So just in case it's on LinkedIn, give us your, uh, your handle there, because I know they say Nick, but it's Joseph. And sometimes you confuse people. Oh uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Middle name's Nicholas, but and first name's Joseph. So it's Joseph Heinen, H-E-I-N-E-N. Perfect. Perfect. And uh, for our audience, this was an industry specific one where we dove into the tribal casino space and the advantages that they could have economically and adding value to their number one assets, their people. Dr. Heinen, thank you so much for being a guest on Impact Healthcare. Please remember to download, 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 hit that subscribe button. You can follow us at impacthealthcare.fm. 
on LinkedIn or any other social media calendar. And remember, we cannot continue to do the same things that we were doing yesterday to impact healthcare. Albert Einstein says that would be insane. Dr. Heinen, thank you so much. Impact Healthcare crowd, thank you. ImpactHealthcare.fm. And we'll see you on the next episode. You've been listening to Impact Healthcare, people and strategies that are disrupting the health benefits industry with Lester Morales. Remember, the journey to getting 20% savings on your healthcare benefits starts with total transparency. Visit impacthealthcare.fm backslash journey to access leading industry case studies, compelling member stories, and to check out all of our podcast episodes. That's impacthealthcare.fm backslash journey. Remember to subscribe to the Impact Healthcare podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.